This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets, where when you walk in the stores, Chris Angeles, right there in front, the holiday pear. The holiday pear. Have you seen these? And we're talking about the fruit, not not two 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 of somethings. No, we're yeah. talking about the best tasting pear you will ever eat this season. Locally grown in Oregon's Rogue Valley. This Doyonne de Comis, I think I'm saying that properly. And anybody's welcome to correct us. Yeah. It's perfectly to snack on or pair with your favorite cheese. You can grab it for a sweet treat, or they can wrap it up for someone special. And speaking of someone special in the holidays, there are a lot of great gift ideas throughout the aisles of Zupans. Every time I go, I see something that looks very cool, whether it's an artisan food product or uh, something to cook with or an implement, uh, just... A lot of cool things, and if you're not sure, a Zupan's gift card is great to get someone you love. So there's always something in there, gift cards, and also, because it's the holidays, you're going to want some beautiful flowers. Oh, yeah. Flowers, in fact, coming up on the 29th, which is just around the corner. In fact, it's tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Floral design and wine at the Lake Grove location from 2 to 4 p.m. That's a that is a that is a class. Yes, on how to make a great floral arrangement. Which I think so, is, I, mean, I think a lot of people have the desire to do those things. Yeah, it's kind of cool to do. Learn it so from the pros. It's a class, but even if you miss that, you can still go back and get great. Oh yeah, design. I got so, our I got our, our holiday wreath is up on the on right the front of the house, and they're from, all nice people. So if you want oh, yeah. something kind of customized, They'll you can go over it with them. But, Absolutely. But will. the classes you do it yourself, right? And I guess you're walking out with what you build. I would so, I would assume. So that's good too. Mm-hmm. And there's also you know, check into the zoopans.com and be on their news feed so you get their specials before you walk in the door so you know where you're going to walk out with free. It's a great thing to do. So, Zoopans, three locations, Court. That's right, on Birdside, McAdam, and Lake Grove, and of course, always, zoopans.com. It's time once again for Portland's Food Scene Podcast. And off the bat, Chris, we have broken the rule of the studio. Right in front of me yeah. is a an open, half-eaten macaroon. Yeah. Not not to be confused with macaron. Right. So um, Or macaroni. But it is an actual, it's called a runes, and this is a lemon-flavored rune. I, we had three different flavors that Jen Topliff brought us. Yes. And while you were out... <laughs> right. I was escorting her out of the building. Right. In a nice way. That sounds worse. I, I, just, I, I was, she, her time was done, so I made sure she got out <laughs> safely. You're a great escort. Yeah. Court Johnson yeah. of Kink.fm yeah, there, over there. That's right. Chris Angeles, Portland Food Adventures. Uh, you, you've partaken of the goods, and it, the, just the aroma alone here in the studio just smells awesome. It made no sense to me to stick with the no eating in the studio thing while we, the box was sitting there screaming, eat me, eat me, or right. try me. And so they're really good. I'm getting it out of my teeth right now. But um, it is, uh, so these are runes, and I thought, I guess I didn't do as much research as I should have, or neither did you. <laughs> so, um, But they've only been around for a year. I thought when I read that she was making, that Jen was making these with her kids years ago, yeah. I, for some reason I assumed that it The business started, had started. It started back you know, then. Her, her bio says runes established in 2010 when Jen was living in Napa Valley. Well, there you go. But that's when she was basically making them and- 
product testing them. She she gets into this during right. the podcast, but it wasn't until the last year. I, I I think this is perfect and perfectly timed for the holidays because if you're looking for something unique to Portland that you can hand out that's a that's that's a baked good, mm-hmm. this is it. The packaging is you haven't alone even is tasted awesome. it yet. It looks no, good. I know. I'm eating it right I'm now. I'm sold. Well, and you know, and I gotta say, like. We had a uh, foreign exchange student stay with us for about a about a week, about ten days, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago from Japan with coffee. Too. Oh man, I'm sorry, is that really it's good? Really, yeah. And she brought these. She brought candy for my for my daughters, but then she also brought these other baked goods from Japan. And the, just the packaging, the way it all came together was just like top notch. And I'm thinking we don't have a lot of this in in the United States until I see these runes walk in. They're, and down to the, like they're each individually wrapped. It, it's just. Yeah, Total well, you package, can see she great. had a background in this. So well, right. this was not someone who had no experience yeah. in this whatsoever. Her parents were both involved with food. Mm-hmm. And so she started this. And, uh, you know, in year one of the, I guess, this iteration of Runes, the Portland iteration, yeah. to have Alaska Airlines want to buy your product to give to their customers in first class. Right. By the way, yeah. th- I, I asked her at the end, how come I haven't had it? And of course, I'm not sitting in first <laughs> class. But Something to aspire to. But that says something about the product, that they're serving it to the people. Oh, yeah. Who deserve, yeah. I, I don't think word deserve it, but paid to that deserve paid. Oh, something yeah. Yeah. so good. So, um, so interestingly about this podcast, um, we really didn't get into talking about food at all. I think, I don't know the exact number till like... 30 minutes in, mm-hmm. we were just enjoying Jen's company and getting to know her. So, yep. um, but do that because it's really fun. And um, and she gives us at the end, uh, eatrunes.com, where you might want to go um, to check out the product for the holidays. Mm-hmm. This is airing in early December or actually late November. Late th- this week. Yeah. So... Uh, we we put this together and threw it out there at you, Portland, and wherever else you are. Yeah, you know, chime in. By the way, whatever your listening devices, or you know, find us on Instagram. How about that? There you go. Food Podcast PDX. I'm going to post a picture of these runes and Jen's sparkly shoes. Yeah, were awesome. At some point, but chime in and tell us where you're from, because we do get a lot of people from all over the world sure. listening to the podcast. Yeah, so. Um, it was a fun one, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope people enjoy it. We're getting towards the end of the year. We have some really f- great podcasts coming up, and we're going to start 2019, 19. our sixth. I cannot believe we're saying that. It's our sixth awesome. year yeah. um, with uh, with a really special podcast. You know what? I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx it for a cancellation at the last minute. So Right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's someone we've wanted on the podcast from the for, get-go. From the get-go and who starts I mean there are a few great chefs we haven't had on. Um but this starts to we're we're almost there now. in 6 years and having so many significant chefs, but mm-hmm. this is one we needed yep. to be able to say we've had everybody on. So that's in January. But so that's a preview of that. And then I will ask everybody. We just finished putting together our trip to Italy with Austria Ensign, mm-hmm. um, October fourth to twelfth, Bologna area. Best food in Italy I've had is in Bologna. We're going north to Emilia Romana, staying at a castle. And of course, uh, before that in April. Uh, Nolan Hurdy with yeah. um, Proud Mary. We're going to Australia, and we have some room there. We also, in if you're listening now, we have 
$500 off going for December till Christmas for the first four people who sign up. Oh, there we go. Between now and then. So, PortlandFoodAdventures.com. Um, thank you. Is where for you doing get all that. The They're great trips. And yep. uh, if you look at our Instagram and scroll down, you'll see some trips we've done. This year, we just went to Barcelona and Italy, Sicily, in um, late September and October. So, thanks for indulging us. They're great food. They're really fun food trips. So, do that and listen to the podcast. There we go. Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more. With a delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupan's on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupan's.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. By Ringside Steakhouse. Owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks, their world-famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late-night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com today. And by... Portland Food Adventures, inviting you to listen to Right at the Fork, episode number 170 with Proud Mary Coffee's Nolan Hurdy. Then imagine yourself eating and sipping your way through Melbourne, Australia this April for nine incredible days of VIP treatment at Nolan's favorite places in Proud Mary's home city. It's all at PortlandFoodAdventures.com under the Trips tab. Contact Right at the Fork host Chris Angeles for more information and extra savings on these PFA food journeys. Ford, have we ever seen boots like that before? Anything like that? Nope. I'm an individual. I got that. I I I got clued into your individuality over you, the weekend when I started looking at your website. <laughs> you did. The about us section is <laughs> uh, the first thing I could think is you know it's got to be because she can go and pick out whatever strain of marijuana she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Sober, weed sober. Weed sober? Weed sober. Yeah. Not since um, art school. 1996 was the last oh, time I smoked weed. Since, oh, okay. Oh, just weed sober. Yeah. No, no, no. And I, I'm not accusing you. It's just, it's adorable. <laughs> you did a you. whole, you, you did research on how to do the best about us section of a website. And instead of actually doing the thing, you talked about what not to do. Isn't that so much easier than, than just doing than just trying to be the best at doing the thing. You've 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 latched on to my whole way of living life. Is, <laughs> is go go for the negative first, and then see if you can somehow get to the positive. I mean, makes for a far more interesting read. Yeah, no, I think so. And and it was much easier. I did. I wasn't like constantly tr- thinking. Oh my god! Compared to everybody else's about us page, is 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 it better? Is it worse? Is it entertaining? Is it not? I mean, well, it's not your typical. Uh, uh, PR about us page. No. So what it does, which I think is great, and here's Court with water. Yay, water. Get Thank that you, water Court. going. Oh my God, mon dieu. I have some of the best coffee too, if you want a sip of that, if that helps. Oh, thanks. I already had I already had one today. You okay, don't want to see me on two. You didn't have any Proud Mary coffee, so. I did not have any Proud Mary coffee. Yeah, pr- Proud no, Mary I- Ethiopian, which I have decided I was actually on my way in today thinking I got to talk to Nolan and say, listen, I'm going to give up my five varieties on my in my 
kitchen on my ca- counter, <laughs> and maybe I'm just going to go bulk with what you see if I can buy bulk your coffee because it's, it's. I so follow good. them on Instagram. Their their stream is rad. I mean they they are so legit. I have not gotten over there yet, but oh, it's like God. my I'm dying to go. It's uh, one of the most unique food experiences, you know, restaurants you yeah. can have in Portland. Plus, there's that whole coffee thing. So I'm not a wine. Lover, but okay. you, but he can tell me stories about sourcing the coffee all day long, and then you can go back for cupping, and it's it's pretty cool. I, not that they, I don't think they offer that to everybody, but I've gotten to know. No you one, might just so be very special. I'm lucky because a couple of times I've been lucky enough to be there when the cupping has been going on, and it took me a while to learn how not to get my slobber all <laughs> over their coffee. But I, it's I pretty think, cool. So I used to live in California, mm-hmm. and. Driving 45 minutes to an hour anywhere would be no big deal. But I've lived here for four years now, and we live in pretty deep southeast over by Reed College. Mm -hmm. So getting there is like more of a mental barrier than a than a actual barrier. I mean, it's so sad. I have no sympathy for you whatsoever (laughs) because I live in when I'm in Portland today and tomorrow. I live in Southwest, so everywhere I go, oh, I have to battle traffic. Even more traffic. of a schlep yeah, for you. So, but I'm so used to it, I don't care because there's Committed. nothing over there, not much that in I can In Southwest? Access. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm over, you know, pretty close to Mountain Park. I don't I'm even in, know I'm where that is. That's how far away well, it must be. you know be. what? Most people who live in the other three quadrants of Portland <laughs> don't even know where Southwest is. They think <laughs> they think you've been, you know, abandoned to, and probably should, <laughs> I should, we should secede. You, you, you might be in the ocean. Well, you might I'm, be so far southwest that you're in the water. Okay, so that I don't know if you know about me. I, my real home is in Manzanita. I love Manzanita. It's oh my best. god, I love. There used to be an, a restaurant there. I'm so sad it closed. It was, it well, was so fab. I wanted well, to just call it Amaze Balls, but I know I'm not allowed to use that word. You can so. use Amaze Balls, I guess, but I don't want can, to disrespect. You can, you can talk to Heather about that restaurant with in relation Blackbird? to me. Oh yeah, there's a story there. I uh, I think I I alluded to it once on the podcast, but I used to live above her, oh and and uh, it, I know a lot of chefs, right? I know. Yes, I imagine. And I lived above the one that was the most difficult <laughs> and the and and uh, the least nice, put it that way, of people that um, you know. I went there for and let's not make this about that, but. I went there for their. I lived above her in the, above the. I the would have dinner there every place. night. So I went the opening night. We, she and I. It's a really fun curb your enthusiasm story <clears throat> beforehand. Okay. But I went with my son opening night. Sat at the chef's counter and she didn't even nod or thank me or <sighs> any, or the give worst. me. Yeah, and so no matter what our problems were leading up to that. Here's the guy who lives above you, who knows a lot of people who are for years have been asking, what what about Blackbird? And I just, it was a really tough answer for me because it's like I got my personal opinion. And then if you want to, if you want some good food, yeah, you'll get it there. So. No, that's so hard. That's, I mean, I that's a real catch 22 for a person who cares so deeply about food and in right. the community. And yeah, I get that. That's also, that's just not the spirit of service in the industry. It's like, I mean. Right, right. But anyway, so I eventually put up a blog that no one, I don't think it's up anymore because I changed my website. But I Was put it up, called Don't Eat at Blackbird? No, no. It was uh, It was actually just uh, my recommendations for that, that area of the coast because everybody was always asking me. So it it's needs so to be tough. updated. It's so tough. We love going to Manzanita. We go every year and it's always, it always feels like 
there are so many great places missing, so many kinds of food missing. But from what we understand, tell me if this is true or not, but the service industry, a lot of the people can't afford to live there and work there and stay there. So they have a really hard time getting um, employees. Yeah, and reliable employees and good employees right. who understand anything. So the pizza place, Marzano's, is oh my closed God. down. It, it just does takeout, <clears throat> yep. which is actually okay because one of the best aromas other than your runes, <laughs> which we'll get to shortly, <laughs> would be that sausage and roasted onion pie on your way home and my closed in, windows closed in the car. Take that home. But so they, they're dining room only and some of the other places are have a tough time. But anybody who listens to this podcast knows or follows me on Instagram knows that I've fallen in love with Sam and Barry Saloon out there in Wheeler. So there is okay. now what I think is a... You know, ru- ruined my. I I had this interesting negativity about. I I'm glad there aren't some good food out there because I lost a lot of weight. I'd w- walk and not worry about going out to eat. I'd save my. Good for you. My, my so my food experiences were generally limited to when I was in Portland a couple of days. Okay. A week. So, anyway, enough about me. So, I mean, I love talking about you. No, no, no. We've we have we have we don't get a lot of criticism on this podcast, and I've mentioned this before. We have one lady who keeps who's written me numerous times to say you have to stop talking about yourself. <laughs> and so when I go into it, I'm painfully aware of it now. But you know, a podcast is different than a CNN interview. So there's no chirons at the bottom of right and, the, of the screen. There's, right, and part of this is just a uh, you know between the two of us, whatever we're talking about is fine. I think. I want people to get to know you. Thank you. And, and get to know your personality and, you know. Um, <clears throat> uh, Do you want to, people to know that I, I haven't exercised in like 18 months, which is why I keep coughing because I ran five five blocks across the city to get here on time? I think you can explain <clears throat> everything. Oh, my God. I'm it, feeling really a, guilty about, about that. Right. So um, that's good. And it's not a smoker's hack. No, it's no, it's super not a Just smoker's hack. Just to point hack. that out. It's so a, that I had don't. a baby and stopped exercising and then was forced to park like five blocks away I and t- I gave race you all here. the information. You could have parked under the building. No, all the parking lots in downtown are full oh, today. Oh, this one's full. Oh, e- okay. Every, everyone. I wonder what's going on. Something, a Cyber Monday, people are like taking to the stores to, I don't know, it's, it's they backwards. They should be home on their computers. <clears throat> That's what I thought. So how old is the little one that caused you to stop, their, their fault that you're not exercising any longer? I'm pretty sure it is his fault. His, okay. His fault. We have two girls, um, Grace is 10 and Hazel is 8. And then Hazel. we started way back at the beginning and I have a nine-month-old little boy named Doc. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah, crazy. So, all right, um... I just I'm curious. You're way too young. Did you ever see the reruns of the show Hazel? Oh, the of the she was a housekeeper or something. She was the housekeeper, <clears throat> right? I heard about her because when we told my parents that um, we were going right. to name her Hazel, They're my mom was my like, yeah. "Oh my, oh my God, really?" But but she's not a great person. This Hazel. And oh, I she thought, was pretty cool. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. My I don't know. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't favorable, but the the really funny thing is that I really, really wanted to name her Haley. Okay, I wanted to name uh, our well, first my daughter Haley. Friends has a daughter Haley, so that's. I thought it was a really great name. So when I was pregnant with our first daughter, I kept saying to my husband, "Can we name her Haley?" And he kept saying no. And I said, "Okay, but can we name her Haley?" And he said, "No." He babysat some girl named Haley when he didn't was a kid and her. really didn't like her. So apparently, his whole life, the name Haley has a stigma for him. So we named our first daughter Grace, and. 
when uh, when we went in to find out if it was a boy or girl with my second daughter, um, my husband said, we're not talking about names until we know what gender it is because we didn't want to argue about it. So the doctor literally says, okay, do you want to know what you're having? And we said, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, and you both said that in unison? You know, maybe it wasn't so unison-y. Maybe it was more me than him, but... Because <clears throat> we disagreed. That, how about that one? One wants to know and one doesn't. Oh, that's so you hard. You do that. That's so... so it was no. our, I think it was our real first disagreement in our marriage. You're so lucky. Well, yeah, kids changed everything. But at any rate... So, so the I'm doctor going... says, okay, it's a girl, and the first words out of my mouth were jokingly supposed to be, can we name her Haley? But by accident, I said Hazel which was second on my list, but, and he was like, yeah, that's great. I love it. Okay. And I was like, her name is, oh, wait, what did I, (laughs) did I, did I say Haley or Hazel? I said Hazel and it's Duck and And it's great. And she's adorable. It's great. And the three great names. Doc is an interesting name. Doc is our favorite character from our favorite book, which is called The Power of One. And it's about this South African boxer who grows up in apartheid South Africa and um, he befriends this PhD professor von Wallenstein, and he's and the main character PK calls the professor Doc, and he's this inc- incredible character. He's uh, spiritual and philosophical and thoughtful, and plays music and and is loving in the most incredible way. and um, And the book really means a lot to my husband Brad and I. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. Um... It's it's kind of got an informal ring to it, but it's cool too Thanks. at the same time. We just but, hope he doesn't become a doctor because that would be awkward. Doc, no, doc, that'd doc. Be okay, that would be actually pretty cool, doc, doc. You think? Yeah, I'm not so sure. You don't want to. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to wish that profession on, on him, but uh, I, I I suppose it's a good profession. But <laughs> but good name choice. Thanks. Do I detect? Yes. A Canadian thing going on over there. Out, Out. about oh, yeah. house. Yeah, I so, grew up in Toronto. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then, Have you been? Uh, not since a long time. Okay. So my, I took my boys up and we um, we got we stayed at the hotel at the at the ballpark and watched a, a game. Skydome? Yeah. So I have two sons. We watched. Uh, we ate peanuts and watched <laughs> a baseball game in our underwear. Oh my god, so cute! So I, I just had to do that. I said, guys, take you. Let's just watch this in our underwear because we can. There have there have been people watching games doing much worse. You're right. And by much. the way, by the way, <clears throat> they didn't they didn't go with it. I, so I kind of took it off and said, all right, I guess I'll put it back on. <clears throat> but <clears throat> it was a fun thing. It's a good I town. I didn't run here. You- so what brought what brought you from? You went, so there's Toronto. There is. And then there's... If you're from Toronto, you don't say the second T. Just... Toronto. It's like here, if you call it Couch Street, you know you're not from here. Right. You have to call it Cooch. Oh, there's the, all of them that you have to learn. What, to are the, what are the other ones? Well, you have to learn not to call it Willamette. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you have to learn to, the big one is not to call it... Everybody in the East Coast calls this Oregon. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't stand that. It's It's... Sorry, sorry if I offended well, anybody who calls it Oregon, but it's. But I it's did just... until I got here. That's what we were taught in elementary school. This is oh, Oregon. We didn't learn American geography, so I didn't have to. I didn't have to mislearn it my whole life before I. I just didn't know any American geography. Yeah, so you knew Canada pretty well. I, I, mean, I did. All, I can say all way of the up lakes there towards the North Pole. You were, you were get you knew moose and igloos and all kinds of stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. No. Um. I grew up in, I mean, Toronto is much like Portland in that a lot of the neighborhoods that are 
sort of, they're not suburban, but like there's a lot of residential neighborhoods in the downtown of Toronto. You don't have to go very far to be in beautiful tree-lined streets and homes and neighboring communities and stuff like that. So it was a really urban uh, childhood, really fun. I love big cities. I love the... I love the energy of Toronto. I think it's really European and metropolitan and I miss it. Actually, really, I miss it. It's, it's, how long has it been since you were there? I left in 1994. I graduated high school in 94 and let me tell you, I was going to think it was later. Thank you. No, I really did. So that's surprising that that it's, uh, you're, yeah, you're less than 20 years from my graduation and I would never think that. So I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty enamored with Botox and um, <laughs> I think you drink enough wine and you have some Botox and, right. you know, like. Well, also your boots <clears throat> keep you young. They do. My pink sparkly your glitter pink, stilettos. As a fact, we've never done this before because we always try to snap a picture to put as the little thumbnail. Okay. It has to end up square, but I've never stopped the podcast to make sure we get it because <laughs> often we miss them. Did you, Kurt, did you get one? No. And, but I'm going to get. Right now, stop. Look, move the mic a little okay, bit away from so we can see your face. Because there you go, and we got the we got the boots too. Perfect. <laughs> Great. So that's done. <clears throat> that's some 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 sparkly dead air right there. Yeah. So we're not going <clears> to <throat> have the problem that we don't have the shot. So <laughs> good thing. I, I don't want the the typical publicity shot that everybody else has. I don't. And it's I don't like want, my about us page, right? You got to you got to do the. The anti, the the opposite. The... Right. And if someone's on a publicity tour, this is not the podcast for them. They can go and be on other ones. But so I, I had uh, a teacher at art school. Mm-hmm. His name was Roland Young, real famous graphic designer, designed like a million famous record albums, really cool guy. And his mantra <clears throat> was two plus two should never equal four. And he just, he like beat that into us at school. Like never do the expected Always do something different. That's how to really stand but out. Don't you think you had that in your nature anyway? But that's just been something that you has confirmed that you're okay by doing your about us page a little differently. I think it confirmed that I'm really bad at math. I do art school math, which not not helped by this two plus two does not equal four situation. Mm-hmm. Don't ever have me do equations or like last minute math. It's it's do not you, good. But do you get them? Do you get the the runes? Right in the box. At some point, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, at some point yes. we're going to talk about what you do. But do you can you like? There's got to be a multiple. I can count to nine. Right. So there's Thankfully, so many. Thankfully, I have so ten fingers, down. so right. I can I could I could make a box of runes with ten up to ten. Right. But I only currently need nine, and we have boxes of four and six and nine and individuals. So and there's lots of other people who can do math at the bakery when my skills fail me. Good, because my mom couldn't even. We had. Well, I had one brother, and she would sometimes make three burgers. She couldn't get that right. So, <laughs> I'm Jewish, so I always cook for twelve, even if there's only two people in the room. So I'm I, I literally don't know how to cook for a small amount of people. It's or probably try math one. Related. Try one. No, no, one buying one carrot or one whatever at the store is so pathetic and sad. It's like I have to have an abundance of things. I well, like I'm to buy saying, things. I'm just saying, I was forced. Numbers. I, I cook for one now a lot, and it's not it's not great. So it's, yeah, cook for more. Yeah, maybe well, you should have some like dinner parties or. <clears throat> I would, but I'm kind of out there, so to get people to come for a dinner party is a little rough. I used to have parties all the time. And when I lived in uh, Lake Oswego and then Guilford, Connecticut, I had I used to 
kind of after like I got divorced, man. I got kind of known for parties. Are you a big party? Do you? I love hosting. I love when people come over to the house. I love having people over. I know that right now because of your sparkly boots. <laughs> You're obsessed and, with and my boots. And then I've also noticed <laughs> all your jewelry is awesome. And you got what do you got going on? Oh with my your god, nails there? I'm obsessed with manicures. Um, I go to Best Nails Club. It's the best nail place oh, in town. Oh, she's giving a plug. Oh, I have to. Chi-Chi's my girl, and I see her every month, and she just does crazy wild hand-painted out there What do you nail have on art. now? I have um, dripping red Louis Vuitton pattern, mm-hmm. and then I have three-dimensional mouths on each of my thumbs. Oh, my God. I need a picture <laughs> of that. Three, and so was... There, this is going to be the most pho- photographed um, podcast, maybe. Yeah, here, hold on. I'm... Okay. Okay. There you go. That's going to be your your um, avatar for this. <laughs> okay. So, um, do you leave that up? To, what was her name again? Chichi at Chi-Chi. Best Nails Club. So, do you leave that up to Chichi? Is it like, what do you want to do today? And you let her go wild with your, or do you? Did you have the idea for the the mouth, the lips? Oftentimes, it's a collaboration, a creative collaboration. And how long does this take? <clears throat> It may or may not take upwards of two hours each time. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Um, and um, it's it's a full obsession of mine, I would say. But it's a creative outlet for me. It's so fun. It, um, it She's just an extraordinary person to spend a couple hours with and to have amazing fingernails and... Um, Should you do your toes too? Sh- no, no toes. Who has time for toes? I got, yeah, well, I got I'm, fingernails. I'm figuring if you have time for fingers, you got time for toes. I think my best manicure was um, from <laughs> Chi Chi. When we started selling runes on Alaska Airlines, mm-hmm. she painted the Alaska Airlines logo on my thumbs. Wow. Like the, you know, the Eskimo guy on the tail of the planes. Right, right. So everything's by hand. She, uh, she probably took 30 minutes on each thumb just to paint that guy. And did the whole Alaska logo and my logo on my hands. And oh. it was, um, I mean, that's a write-off, right? It's like Yeah, and mar- how long does marketing. that stick? How long does that? Uh, maybe like four weeks. Does it dep- so, you, yeah, it's a write-off and you can depreciate it. Because <laughs> there's, there's hardware on my, on my nails right now. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's coming off. But, so you realize with the millions of people who listen to this podcast, yeah. you're not going to be able to get an appointment with Chi-Chi at next time. Because <laughs> I mean, no. are all going to call. That's all right. That's all right. She's my girl. She's 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 the best. It's okay. Wow. That's, yeah. That, I have to say, it's quite impressive. I'm not Thank someone you. who always notices that, but it's interesting. It's been a discovery process having you sit there. <laughs> and so the first thing was, oh, you got this really cool military. What you, if it's a jacket? Yeah, shirt. jacket, jacket on, and and then as we sat down, it's like, oh, there's the boots, and oh, now. It's just a discovery process. So I have I no tattoos. Should we should from to now just on, describe should, what I'm wearing. <laughs> anybody, anybody who comes in here, it's a whole fashion. It's just I a, think the, the show just pivoted. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, what's the what's the show that um, the Fashion Police? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't watch that. with um, with Joan Rivers before she before she died. Oh yeah, I guess. Well, I kind of probably caught that at. Uh, Back in the days when I would actually have a TV on to see the Oscars or something, that doesn't Not happen so any longer. Anymore. Oh no! I feel like so many people probably just... don't even like all the young people don't don't even know Joan Rivers. Yeah, no. Sad. I have amazing. a I have a ticket, ticket number one hundred. For Joan Rivers TV show, <gasps> it was the first <clears throat> show ever oh my on Fox, the <gasps> Fox Network. Oh my god! What year? Uh, 91, I'm going to think, 1991. I, I got to find it. It's in my house. I've, I put it on Facebook before. It's the first, I never got to go. My brother had contacts there and he sent oh, me no. the ticket to go and I never went. Uh, 
but it was the first ever show on Fox. That's I should have really cool. gone and just uh, to say, yeah, and, and just made sure you know to paint these guys as well. That was not Fox News. That was different. So, um, <clears throat> ugh, sorry for going there. Let's talk about runes. <laughs> Finally, okay. Heather, hey, you want to talk about runes? Did we just make our, our friend Heather Jones like actually stand up and cheer? <laughs> <laughs> so She's going to be like, so like 38 minutes in, you started talking about your bakery. That's good. That's good, Jen. It's good. And it'll be fun to have to revisit the, the moments when, you know, Heather can critique the podcast afterwards. <laughs> you look forward to that. Hey, Chris, right now would be a great opportunity for us to stop for a moment and just talk nicely about Ringside Steakhouse. What other way is there to talk about them? Well, it's really true. I, every time I talk about Ringside with the folks here at Kink, when I'm telling them where they should go eat, oftentimes it's like, well, what do you want? Oh, you want a steakhouse? You got to go to Ringside. And then it always leads right into the best onion rings on the planet. Yeah, well, there's that, but there's a lot. I just had the uh, rib steak for two, bone in. Oh, last time I was there a couple yeah. well, a week ago or so ago. That that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that we had Becky McGrath of the chef from Burgerville here. Yeah, who when we asked her what her favorite burger was on the planet, she said it was at Ringside. Ringside. So that's right. Um, so there's that, but that that bone in rib steak for two is fantastic. Yeah, uh, their service. At ringside is second to none. And of course, they have some really special Sunday and Monday nights. Sunday night, they have a three-course meal. Yeah, Chris, that three-course supper special is what they call it. $44 before six or $54 after six. It's pretty great. We've done we've done that before together. Right. And then I think both of us upgraded to the lobster mashed potatoes. Okay, you got to do that upgrade. Nominal fee. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And then, of course, Monday nights is prime rib night. Yep. So if you like the prime rib, it's a great deal at ringside. And it's a, you know, it's a good opportunity to get in there, too. Yep. Uh, right now, they've got a great deal going on with gift cards. Through the end of the year, when you buy $300 worth of gift cards, they're going to give you a $50 bonus card just for you. Or if you buy $500 worth of gift cards, get a $100 bonus card just for you. Yeah, you don't have to use it for you either. You can you can actually make that a gift. There you go. So just get double the value, or more, not double, but extra value for your dollar. Absolutely. So here's what you do. You go to ringsidesteakhouse.com, set up reservations, maybe for this weekend, and check it out. But so you're here, not because you because of your manicures. Nope. Not because of your kids. Nope. But I'm sure they had some influence in your life to get you to where you are with this product called Runes, which you just said was served on Alaska Airlines, which is a pretty big coup for someone who hasn't been doing this for that long. Right. So it it is. It's been a crazy whirlwind of a year. And so what are runes? Tell us. Tell us what's great about them and how you how you got to making them, making them. And what were you what you were doing before you were making them? Okay. Well, runes to start off with are. Coconut macaroons, very different than macarons. Macaron, which has one O, are the pretty, they sort of look like fancy, colorful Oreos. And they've really come into vogue in the last 10 years because I didn't see them that much. And now you see them everywhere. You even see them in the McDonald's in oh my Spain, God. in Barcelona, Wait, they have them there. That, yeah, I'm, I'm not so down with that. 
I mean, I think they've come in and hopefully they're on their way out. I think they're it's a little tired. But are they related at all? No, not even so a little not. bit. So that we don't need to talk about that. No, fair. Okay, so macaroons, <laughs> our kind of macaroons have two O's. Right. And they Those are, are the ones I remember as a kid. Coconut haystacks, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we dip ours in chocolate and we use only the very, very best, bestest ingredients that we can source. And we... Um, Where's the coconut from? From the Philippines. Okay. Where most coconut is from. I didn't know that. It is. It is. It's hard to grow coconut in like Kansas and stuff. It's, you know, not a well, tropical just place. Well, I my childhood days down in Miami, the coconuts on the palm trees. So. Um, I wonder if they can grow coconut in in Florida. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, we had them. We would take them down and crack them open. Really? Yeah. How fun is that? So you should do some Florida, some like, some Florida coconut, <laughs> some Florida macarons. We use we actually use a bunch of different kinds of coconut, and both for the sweetness factor and for the texture factor, because coconut comes in all different sorts of size grains and shreds. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who make macarons or Manischewitz macarons, the the macarons of like Jewish Passovers for the last hundreds of years mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the other commercial macaroon products are made with a really tiny tiny grain of coconut so that when you bite into the macaroons they kind of taste like sawdust there's no texture they're not moist in the middle they're just this dry rice-like size piece of coconut fiber mm-hmm. but we use uh, multiple sizes and lengths of coconut so that when you really bite into a rune uh, you have a, a complete mouthfeel from start to finish it's it's moist and it's super golden and toasted on the outside and moist on the inside and um rich and not overly sweet that's aside from being gluten-free and grain-free it could be really sweet yeah most of them are so cloyingly sweet and that's one of the reasons is because a lot of macaroon manufacturers use a method um where they bake it with sweetened condensed milk Mm mm-hmm which is already so sweet, plus sugar, plus egg whites. Those cookies, for me personally, are way too sweet and one-dimensional. There's, it's sort of a lonely experience. Like you eat it and then it's just gone. There's, it's it's all you taste is the sugar, never the beauty of the coconut or the other flavors that it's baked with. Mm-hmm. So for us, we wanted to make sure that one, we didn't use the sweetened condensed milk recipe. So we do have eggs in our product, so they're not vegan, but gluten-free, grain-free. Um, really balanced in terms of flavor, rich, toasted, golden, and all of our flavors. Um, we we pair our original macaroon recipe with other ingredients. So for example, our chocolate espresso runes are made mm. with um, additional chocolate from Guitard. We, we partner with Guitard for all of our chocolate. We think they're wonderful. And Stumptown Hairbender Espresso right in the batter. So the macaroons have intense flavor and um, they're bold. I would definitely say our runes are bold. Mm-hmm. But you don't want you don't want a timid rune. No, I mean or boring. Timid, yeah, I that mean, come be, on. And it wouldn't be yours. No. You can tell. I, <laughs> it's got your. That sounds like there's a box of them over there, and you I'm not cracking one. them yet. Well, you know your friend Heather. Yes. So full di- disclosure, she said you got to have Jen on the podcast. You love her, and so she's right. But thank you. Um, but uh, she, two things. Tell she me. was the one who said we're never going to eat when she and I partnered on this years ago. Never going to eat on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> and then there's that sign over there that says, which is <gasps> so ironic in this <laughs> studio, no food or drink. Funny. So 
Court and I will divvy those up um, afterwards. You should. So um, I'd love to try one now. Don't but, don't eat one now. Otherwise, um, the police are going to come get you. Right. The sign is right there. It says don't There's two eat. of them. Right. So. Oh, there's actually three. Oh, see, I never see that third one. That's to remind court. So, um, so anyway, how did you develop? Where did the idea come? What? So, what were you doing before this? The, what I read was you started making these for your kids. I started making them with my kids. With with, with and four. Well, four. I mean, I was basically looking for an activity to do with Grace, my um, my oldest daughter, who was only. I don't know, maybe two at the time. It was Thanksgiving 2010. I was at my parents' house in Napa Valley. Uh, my parents are in the food business, or they, they were in the food business. My dad, um, in Toronto, he was the food critic for Canada's largest newspaper, and he Daily wrote... Daily Mail? Um, the is Toronto it? Star. Oh, Toronto Star, yeah, the I'm Toronto sorry, Star. I got That's that okay. wrong. The Globe and Mail is the Globe other paper. Globe and Mail, right. Um, and then he created a line of products... Um, called President's Choice for a grocery chain up in Canada called Loblaws. And then he sort of started the first premium private label concept in North America and then went on to create Safeway Select and Sam's American Choice at Walmart, all these wow. food things. So grew up in a food family. So you not only had that influence, but I'm, I'm sure he's helped you a little bit along the way here. He, he has. He's mentored me a little bit. but uh, And he, so he had a, he had, a, he wrote two cookbooks my mom wrote and edited cookbooks also. So at that Thanksgiving eight years ago, I was looking for a project to do with my daughter. And I said to my mom, I'm going to go to the store and get some ingredients. And Grace and I are just going to bake some chocolate chip cookies. And she said, well, what are you going to make? And I said, obviously the chocolate chip cookies from dad's cookbook. Why would I make anything else? I've made these my whole entire life. Like if you bake, you bake recipes from dad's cookbook. And she just looked at me stone faced and said, ugh. That's so pedestrian. Why don't you do something more interesting, like make a macaroon? And I, in in that one instant, my life really changed. I mean, I didn't know it then. I knew that, whoa, I, I, I knew that I was blown away by this idea to make a product I'd never make, made before. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea what was involved. I had no idea uh, what would become of it. I just thought, I'm going to go... I'm going to check some recipes and see what that's like. I don't, you know, how do you even make a macaroon? So on that day, um, Grace, my daughter, did not get to bake very much. I basically was like, go watch Dora. I'm, I'm learning how to make macaroons and you can just sit there and maybe, maybe you can help me form a cookie or two later. But I just started researching, researching, researching. And every night after the kids went to bed, I would bake and bake relentlessly trying to best this recipe. Like in my family, Everything is is bested. Like, what's the best restaurant? What's the best scotch? What's the best version of whatever it is you're eating? That's sort of the code that my family and my parents live by. So I naturally just wanted to best this recipe. And I was a graphic designer at the time. I had my own graphic design studio, and I designed food packaging. Surprise, surprise. Gee. <laughs> Maybe you can use that someday. I mean, wouldn't that be great if I could put all of that art school education and 20 years of experience to, yeah. to work for me? I, it's cool that you I, just thought of that today. It's good that that came to your mind. You are so helpful. No, I no wonder <laughs> Heather wanted me to come on this podcast. <laughs> so I basically, I worked my graphic design studio from nine to five every day. And then I came home, saw the kids for an hour and I worked on runes from 6 p.m. till 2 a.m. every night. For how long? Years. 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 At what? So, was your objective to start a company or just to 
have the best. I th- I think and who, and who was going to know that it was the best other than your parents and your kids and then your friends? And then from it, there you say, okay, let's let the world know. Yeah, it was sort of, it, I mean, it all happened slowly and very naturally. Like a lot of people would eat my macaroons and say, oh my God, you have to quit your job and go into the macaroon business. And I laughed at it. We all laughed at it. My husband certainly laughed at it for the first couple of so, years. So what does your husband do? Um, my husband runs an innovation program at a software company called Tibco in Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. And um, his company was actually my very first customer because he would bring all of the rejects every day to the office from what I baked the night before. And they don't see them as rejects. They love them. Exactly. And finally, the um, the woman who ran the the commissary kitchen at the at his office, at his huge big office said I, we, we want to buy some of these they're really good they're my first customer and I thought oh my god if they want to buy them like they're willing to pay for these maybe I have something here and after helping so many food startups um, brand themselves get packaged get into the marketplace I worked with my dad on a lot of um, projects where he he was mentoring individuals starting food businesses and he would say I'll mentor you um I'm doing, you know, good for the world. I'm happy to pass on all my knowledge, but you have to work with Jen and let her brand because we work really well together and strategically. And so we did all these projects together and I called him one day and said, I, I, I think maybe we should do this for me. And he said, I think you should, but I have no interest in being your partner. <laughs> Dads. Are, That's a smart thing, I think. I think it ended up being the most the, the best decision that he could have made, even though I maybe didn't see it the first 24, 48 hours, right. um, it really forced me to do everything by myself. And when I need a question answered, I can always call my dad and ask him. But I, I didn't rely on anybody. Like I really worked my ass off to figure out how do I scale up a recipe? How do I find the right chocolate to pair this with? I mean, I spent a year working with Guitard trying to pick just the right chocolate and I had and the luxury they, of time. Where are based? How'd you find them? Guitard is, ugh, they're just the most badass, amazing chocolate company. They're, they're in Burlingame, California. They have been around for 150 years. It's a family-owned business. Uh, five generations of chocolate makers making extraordinary chocolate. Um, very local, high, high quality, great people. Um, I, I just, I knew I wanted to work with somebody locally at the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought their product was incredible. And we had a great working relationship, really dialing in. I would go in with my runes, baked with the samples that they had just given me, and we would taste and talk about it and talk about how to dip, how to dip. Because our our process is actually different than a lot of macaroon companies. A lot of people don't like dipping the bottom of a product in chocolate. It creates this foot sort of this foot of chocolate, the base of the rune. Most macaroon companies either drizzle chocolate on top or they dip like half the macaroon in chocolate. So it sort of looks like a black and white cookie. I just didn't want to do that. Like my About Us page, I just wanted to be different and and I wanted to do something that most people didn't do. And so it took a long time to work out, but I, I didn't have any pressure because I was running my graphic design company during the day. So it was just a passion project. And um, over the years... All the other things sort of fell away and we moved to Portland in 2015. Why? Well, I guess the honest answer is Brad and I hadn't taken a vacation in 11 years because we were living to pay 
an extraordinary stupid high rent we're paying like six thousand dollars a month to live in a crappy house in a mediocre neighborhood not near any of our friends just so the girls could have a good school and barely keeping our heads above water even though we both worked tremendously hard and um, did all right for ourselves we like not taking a vacay for 11 years is pretty intense we just thought the quality of life that we want you know we want to be able to take family trips with the kids and we want to be able to do what we're passionate about not working 20 of the 24 hours in each day and we we pulled up roots and we just we headed north brad my husband's family actually are oregon trail do you say oregon trail pioneers mm. oregon oregon trailers wagon heading west i don't know i guess let's ask the guy from utah i know oregon oregon pioneer it's like an oregon, oregon pioneers an yeah. oregon pioneer yeah, okay exactly yeah. i'm a i'm a utah pioneer <laughs> how do you feel so, about that I went, I went to school it is for, what it is <laughs> i went to school for six months marietta pioneers and on the, <laughs> in Georgia? On the Muskingum River in, no, in Ohio. Oh. Yeah, so they were the pioneers. But no, I've mean, all been no, a pioneer. I, I, think, I think, yeah, no, I think the except is like the pioneer, Oregon pioneer. The spirit, the Oregon pioneer spirit. That's what you have too. I I don't. Brad does. I don't. Okay, well, no, you pioneered something here. Well, I pioneered, yeah, I pioneered a product. My, my peeps came from Russia in the way back. Oh, really? From the shtetls or wherever. But, um, but Brad's family came over and... He felt connected to Portland, and so we we picked Portland. And um, it was the first time in my life that I could really, like I, I closed my graphic design business because I could afford to do what I was passionate about as a full-time job for, for, for the first time. I mean, was, it was, that, was that a uh, revelation with your accountant that you said, okay, I'll, I can make the transition here to, <laughs> to, from this to this? Or was that your goal the whole time? No, it definitely wasn't the goal the whole time. I don't think we knew what it looked like. I right. think um, we, it was a hard first year. I'm I'm a solar powered individual and I don't know if you've looked outside lately, but there's not a lot of solar power going on in this place. You are the reason that when I first wanted to move to Oregon, people told me you don't want to come here. And then when they found out I wasn't from California, I was more welcome. I, How about that? I know we're horrible. Don't hate me. Don't be haters because no, I, because no. I, I'm originally from Toronto. That's got to earn me some street cred. Like the only problem is you brought your $6,000 a month rent. Concept <laughs> no, <here>. no, <laughs> no, we definitely, definitely did not. But, right. um, but, um, oh, so it was, it was, it was a, it was a gloomy first year and Brad and I, sort of looked at each other at the end of the first year and said, why did we move here? Honestly, why did we move here if we're not going to have this life that we want for ourselves? Like, let's do all of the things that we really want to do. So I I relaunched Runes. I rebranded. I relaunched as a Portland-based company. I changed everything. We dialed in the recipe. We um, hired people. I rented a kitchen, like everything full steam. How many people steam. do you have working for you? I now? have eight incredible employees working for me at the bakery now. Nice. And where's the bakery? Our bakery is in Southeast Industrial, kind of close to OMSI. Um, we are right by the on-ramp to the Hawthorne Bridge across the street from Stacked Sandwich Shop. Oh, yeah. We know where that is. I mean, it's not, it's really good. Yeah, look at <laughs> I her. caught myself. Caught I caught it. <laughs> she gets major credit for actor. I almost wrote on my hand, do not say the A word, but then I didn't have a Sharpie. You know, that, that rule is now going on year four, and we used to actually call people on it, but now, you know, it, we would have to explain at the opening of every episode that the fact that we tell everybody don't use the word amazing, 
And so thank you for did you did amaze balls though. I think You're the first I, one who did that. I actually I talked to my husband about that yesterday. We had a full dialogue about do you think amaze balls is close enough to the word that I can't say that I shouldn't say? Is it like a derivative of amazing and therefore I it, it would be even more frowned upon? Caused you to think. And for someone who thinks outside of the, needs to not do the standard, don't use the word amazing. It's, it's used for everything. Okay. Okay. So we have limited time. Okay. Oh, I'm my gosh. I'm looking at my watch. It has gone really fast. We're having so, so much that's fun. What, I know. And that's why I'm kind of peppering you with where is it? How many employees do you have? How you doing? Are you like, are you really happy with the company financially? Are you... Are you at the point where you can enjoy the fruits of the labors a little bit? Or are you still building it in year? Year one. I mean, you're just over one. We oh, basically just over one. Just one. We launched September 23 of 2017. Okay. And we started shipping runes to Alaska Airlines in. That's um, so fast. April, April or April or June of the June of this year. And you're still shipping them. So that. Are they handing them out to other? I haven't gotten one. I've been on They're Alaska in Airlines. First class on oh, three to six hour flights. That explains it. <laughs> um, it. Yeah, and we just got into you, new seasons you get this week. Free first class tickets because you're serving uh, those people. Wouldn't that be? Um, wouldn't that be wonderful? Next contract. Did you see? I just did it again. I yes, almost said it. You I'm, did. You're I'm just gonna like, you know, pat myself on the shoulder here. Um, uh, so we just got into new seasons. We're growing the business. It's really super exciting. Um, we do a lot of holiday gifting. Corp- we're coming into our busiest season. I mean, today is like, let's hit the ground running for the next six weeks. Let's go crazy balls to the wall, full steam ahead, full throttle, pedal to the metal. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just been, it's been a total roller coaster. I mean, I'm a, I'm the kind of person you can ask me anything. I'm, pretty transparent. There's not a lot of secrets. It's, it's hard starting a business. It's, um, I don't see the kids a lot. I launched the business when I was seven months pregnant with our, with doc. Mm -hmm. So a lot of juggling, a lot of help from community, family. Um, I work a lot. I don't sleep terribly much, but I've never had pride in the way that I have pride now for what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I feel so so committed to what we're making to both the quality of the product to the team that we've built like holy shit i employ eight people me right me. And would you be employing those people had you not gotten the contract or the order from america uh, from alaska airlines no not yet we had three people working for us before alaska and we ramped up to eight and we just bought a building in southeast portland wow and in, in a year i know That's impressive. fucking crazy and um we it's at um it's in southeast um and we're basically renovating that to be a production space three times the size of our current kitchen and we're launching new products next year really super exciting stuff um we're we're it's called Lil Rooney's and they're bite size oh, macarons good. fully enrobed in chocolate those are good so you're not feeling so bad before bedtime <laughs> jamming those things down so um so because uh, it's a good time of year. I'm sure they make great gifts. Oh my God. And I'm so, I, I'm so glad you thought of that. Yeah. So what's the website? Our website is eatrunes.com and we ship um, all over the country. Who had runes.com? Um, that's a really good question. I don't remember that, but we, oh my God, when we started, because I'm in branding and packaging, the, choosing the name and the spelling of the name was really, was an intensely stressful 
process. I wanted something that was really easy to say, that sounded good, that was fun, that looked good visually. And um, we knew that we weren't going to be able to get the trademark on, and we thought we weren't going to get the trademark on runes because it was, there were a few other businesses. That, um, there's a company called Coco Runes and Snacker Runes, and we just thought there's no way. So my lawyer really, really encouraged me to try and spell it with a Z. And then I thought, oh, it's just really ugly with the Z and maybe I should name it something else. And we just thought, okay, what do we have to lose? Let's apply to see if we can get runes, R-O-O-N-S. And if we get it, it will be meant to be and we'll move forward. And can't even believe. How long did it take you to to find that out? A couple months. That's not long. No, it wasn't terribly bad. But it's it's stuck and it's it's great and we're... um, I feel like we've had this long, like rambly, wonderful story, and now I'm thinking, like, what are all the things that we want to say in the last five minutes? Is that is that what you're five? like? Yeah, How many five, do we have? I was generous. We're, oh, but <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. Tell me, we need to have you back. Um, I'd but be so honored. Yeah, no, that would be great. But we need you. We you just have to have another year under your belt, so we know what happened in year two. Okay, let's so, do it. Well, let's. We'll do something we've never done. Let's schedule uh, you again for the end of 2019. And, Fantastic. And have you back for that because we didn't get to cover a lot. We, we, Heather's it was fun. Kill me. No, she's not at all. <laughs> it was fun in the beginning. The, the key to this podcast is that people get to know you, who, you know, someone who's doing Thanks. it. They can find out about your product on the website, they can eat your product. They can. They, they can buy it. They can share it. They can right, gift it. But not it. everybody is going to run into you at the grocery store or to get to know you. So that's the that's the purpose of this podcast. So people to put a, a personality to the product or the restaurant, whatever it may be. And um, if you see pink sparkly boots yeah. walking down the street, there's a good chance it's me. But you're also in Portland, so there's a good chance you might see some others with those. I don't know. I gotta be honest. You've probably I mean, never seen those before. I feel like there's a lot of Crocs and um, clogs, and maybe not so many pink stilettos. Yeah, this yeah. is the the first pair I've ever seen. So thanks, Court. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. great. Well, stop me and say hi. Yeah, they do, and then um, and then buy, buy runes. Buy runes, please, <laughs> for the holidays. So, and then on Instagram, it is also it's eat runes, eat runes on Insta eat runes. and Facebook. Yeah, babes, don't you think you should eat runes? Yeah, I would think so, and cool. we'll, we'll we'll know even more after we crack that box. But not in the studio. Well, we'll crack it in the box in mm. the studio because we have to divvy this up. Sure, right. I'm not just handing. Neither of us is just gonna. <laughs> we don't love each other enough to just hand it <laughs> to the <laughs> other one and say, "All yours." You have to just turn the signs around so that the, you know, the the no food or drink signs yeah, are so, watching. So court forgets. So right. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll do that. Well, so um, are you sticking around for the holidays? Yeah, we are. This is we're 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 heading right into the storm right now, and we're so excited. And we oh, already got right. our you Christmas have to tree. Stick around for the holidays. I mean, I've got a business here, and right. we do a lot of Christmas stuff. So, and Hanukkah. Hanukkah's super early this year. So, people. Uh, you know what I wanted to ask you? Yeah. Is, so you're new to Portland. Just really quick. Tell me. Do you have some products that you really respect that are Portland-based products that you've noted in the grocery store or see at some of the stores? Are there some that, that um, you know, you would like to be associated with? That is such a great question. That's a really, really great, great, like a super great question. You're stalling to give the answer. Well, the first thing, like, there's <laughs> something that comes to mind as my, one of my very most favorite local products, but it's not 
Like, I didn't know if you asked me that question for being associated with from a flavor or food profile. Well, just what kind of, you know, what do you, what, what Olympia Provisions you? Yeah, what is you? just, I think, the most delicious, phenomenal charcuterie. And now that you, since you're close to them, you need to go to their facility in Southeast because it is spotless and beautiful and um, it's, it's, it's really impressive. Have I you used been to there? work, so I used to work out in that building, right? Okay. You have to walk past the right. restaurant to go to the gym there. And every single day. No, I'm talking about their where they. The, oh, their production facility. Yeah, the production oh facility. no, I've just been to the in the yellow building. Yeah, no, the production facility is really, really impressive that they do that much. You know, they have an FDA, a USDA. Yeah, inspector. There, that is employed full time to just inspect them. There's a lot so, of inspecting to do. Apparently, I've just learned in the charcuterie space how difficult it can be with like temperatures and signing papers and watching and inspecting and all of that just to make sure everything's cool. I, I really learned how incredible they were. And I thought that the first time I saw them, but I went to a facility somewhere else that should uh, remain nameless. Okay. That was just scary. No bueno. Just, Can I say one other thing um, yeah. that is my truly, truly my favorite? Um, obviously in coffee world, Mm-hmm. There's there's so much here. I'm excited to try yeah, Proud you Mary. Have to like, you have to like Stumptown because you work with them. I, I have two favorite coffee places. Um, Stumptown, I love. Their hairbender is so amazing. It makes the best cookies. And we tried every kind of coffee, local coffee partners. Oh, that's cool that Stumptown you arrived at them. And the by best. the way, their new yeah. packaging is great too. Oh, I love their packaging. Yeah. But my favorite latte in the city, like I will, like I have a bumper sticker I will break for, is Kova. I think Kova makes the most sensational lattes. I'm, 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 I'm addicted. All right, full we blown. Have to have a latte over there. I'm not really. You should. A you should talk to the person. peeps at Kova. They're so lovely. Anyway, yeah, that would be a good thing. Those are my. Those are my who favorite. Is, who do I group. talk to at Kova? Do you know them? The people. Oh, the people. Yes, we'll get to the people. Have your people call their people. Yes, we'll call <laughs> the people. So thank you for you people coming on to talk to we people. It's it's truly been a wonderful experience, and I'm so grateful. Thanks for the opportunity. It's too bad that it goes so fast. Man, it did. And and it's good that it goes fast because sometimes it doesn't always go so fast. Or, and, and so we uh, won't name those occasions. Yeah, well, not many. I have to say, not many. Right. But we've had a couple. So, and this was just really delightful. And I didn't know you before you walked into this room. Now and, we're buds. And now we're buds, and I get to try your product. And and now, we'll hopefully, other people year. have been introduced to you and what you do. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Hey. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Right